that he may grant you out of the rich treasury of his glory, this is 16, to be strengthened and reinforced with mighty power in the inner man by the Holy Spirit himself and dwelling in your innermost man and personality. May Christ through your faith actually dwell, settle down, abide, make his permanent home in your hearts. May you be rooted deep in love and founded securely on love, that you may have power and be strong to apprehend and grasp with all the saints, God's devoted people, and experience the love, what is the breadth and length and height and depth of it, that you may really come to know practically through experience for yourself the love of Christ, which far surpasses mere knowledge without experience, that you may be filled through all your being unto all the fullness of God, may have the richest measure of the divine presence and become a body wholly filled and flooded with God himself. That's us. Now unto him who by and in consequence of the action of his power that is at work within us is able to carry out his purpose and do super abundantly far over and above all that we dare ask or think infinitely beyond our highest prayers, desires, thoughts, hopes, and dreams. To him be glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations forever and ever. Amen. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to your name. Pastor. Coming up here. I'll go ahead and, and pray, and um, I believe I've already prayed over the service, so I'll go ahead and give the nugget. If this is too warm on anybody up here, go ahead and turn it off. Tell Brian if it's too warm on him to turn it off. Nugget. When God is ignored or neglected, the capacity for joy is lost. When God is ignored or neglected... The capacity for joy is lost. So when we ignore and neglect God, our joy is lost. We lose our joy. And it's evident to those around you. You know, the sad thing is sometimes it's not evident to the person, but those around them can see it. Amen. Praise God. Is your life a drudgery? What motivates you? Fear motivates some and guilt spurs on others. What does, the Bible, what does the Bible teach should be our primary motivator? Joy. The Christian life finds fulfillment through the joy of Christ as we grow. First John, or sorry, John 15, 11. Joy is an apparition Believe and receive it. Did I? Appropriation. I'm sorry. Is that what I. Did I say it wrong? I'm going to let you read it because I'm kind of. Still kind of out of it. I'll turn to John 15 11 while you read what you wrote. <laughs> Is it. 
Okay. Appropriation. I'm sorry. We'll go ahead and read that while I turn to John. We'll start all over. All right. Do it. He does it his way, so we'll do it his way. Is your life a drudgery? That, turn him down a little. <laughs> Bored? Or boring? Are you bored with God? Hmm. What motivates you? Fear motivates some, and guilt spurs others on. Okay, what does the Bible teach? That should be our primary motivator. Joy is where she's supposed to come in. Uh, John 15, verse 11. I have told you these things, that my joy and delight may be in you, that your joy and gladness may be full me a full measure and complete and overflowing. These things... I have spoken unto you that my joy might remain in you, that your joy might be full. Amen. So joy is an appropriation. That means you have to pick it up. It's not slung on you. You've got to pick it up. So you need to believe and receive. It's an act of your will. This is heavy, the way he puts it. These things have I spoken unto you that my joy might remain in you and that your joy might be full. Hallelujah. So it's an act or a choice. There was a song, this joy that I have, the world can't take it away. But you know who can let it go? You can let that joy go and become like. Amen. There was a cartoon when I was a kid. It was called Sad Sack. It was a individual was in the army. Everything he did was wrong, so he was a sad sack. Okay. Um, we need to open up to receive joy. So, First Peter. Let's go to First Peter. Chapter 1. Where is your, your joy this morning? <sighs> you have to have joy in this hour. I'm being honest. If you, don't, if you are not a joyful person, it's going to be hard to make it through. That's 1 Peter chapter 1, looking at verse 8. It reads, Whom having not seen ye love, and whom though you now, now ye not see him, yet believing ye rejoice with joy unspeakable and full of glory. Hallelujah. You know what our, our, our joy should be like? It should be like a calm sea, right? There's a lot of joy there. Right? No, it should be like a 
Argentine, what do you got? Argentine well, one of those artesian, there you go. Artesian well, it should be bubbling up. It says, Jesus' joy is in us. It should be bubbling up. Back in the day uh, when the first, re not first revival, but the, the, the 40s revival, there was a song. It's bubbling, it's bubbling, it's bubbling in my soul. Hallelujah. What's bubbling? Joy, Joy needs to be bubbling. And it goes on and says, I can't control it. Because it's bubbling, 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 bubbling side of me. Well, how many of Christians you see are bubbling with joy? As the day quickly approaches, great evil is on the earth. But we have bubbling joy because he's coming to get us. We have him within I read a few scriptures? She's going to read a few scriptures. Okay. Okay. In verse 4 it says, Born anew into an inheritance which is beyond the reach of change and decay, imperishable, unsullied and unfading, reserved in heaven for you, who are being guarded, garrisoned by God's power through your faith, to you fully inherit that final salvation that is ready to be revealed for you in the last time. We're in the last time. How many know that? You should be exceedingly glad on this account. Though now, for a little while, you may be distressed by trials and suffer temptation, so that the genuineness of your faith may be tested. Your faith, which is infinitely more precious than the perishable gold, which is tested and purified by power, this proving of your faith is intended to redound to your praise and glory and honor when Jesus the Messiah, the Anointed One, is revealed. Without having seen him, you love him. Though you do not even now see him, you believe in him and exalt and thrill with inexpressible and glorious triumph, heavenly joy. Hallelujah. In other words... You have, Be whom happy. having not seen, you love, and whom, though now you see him not, you believe, you rejoice with joy unspeakable and full of glory. He said we should have more joy as the end time comes upon us. Hallelujah. Do you have more joy in your life? Have you found that you're losing that joy? Well, you need to get it back. Hallelujah. Psalm 16, 11. You want to have more to say? Some of us need to get the wet blanket off and get on fire. Yeah, there's that song. Okay. should play that song. I don't know where it is over there, but throw your wet blanket down and set the thing on fire. <laughs> Psalm 16, verse 11. That will show me the path of life. That will show me the path of life. That will show me the path of life. What's the path of life? 
In thy presence is fullness of joy. At thy right hand there are pleasures forevermore. Well, some of us need to get in his presence then. That includes all of us. No one's exempt on that one. We need to have some joy. We are living in distressed times, but we, in his presence, is joy. Hallelujah. When we walk through these doors, we know that we are coming into his presence. You should be in his presence in your car. That's why I don't like to ride with anybody, so it's God and me having a good time. Hallelujah. But when you walk in here, you're in his presence. This this building has been dedicated for the presence of God to be manifested. And it says, in his presence is fullness of joy. If there is not fullness of joy in you, there's something wrong. Just take this as a hint. If there is not joy in you, there's something wrong in, with you. Amen? You need to really you know, take these scriptures. Do I have joy? If I don't, then something's wrong. If when I get in God's presence, do I have joy? Then if you don't, then something's wrong. You need to find out what's going on here. Amen? Nehemiah 8.10 Wake up! Wake up, you sleepy heads. Get up! Get up! Out of bed. Get some joy. And turn this down some, could you? Praise you, Jesus. Nehemiah 8.10. Nehemiah 8.10. The joy of the Lord is your... The joy of the Lord is your... Where's your joy this morning? It says, Then he said unto them, Go your way, eat the fat, and drink the sweet, and send portions unto them for whom nothing is prepared. For this day is holy unto our Lord. Neither be sorry, for the joy of the Lord is your strength. Glory to God. Nehemiah follows after Ezra. Okay. It says here in verse 11, So the Levites stilled all the people, saying, Hold your peace, for this day is holy. This day is holy. Neither be thou grieved. The joy is your strength. You still the people. Hold your peace for the day is holy. Neither be you grieved. Hallelujah. Psalms 126. Psalms 126 and looking at verse 5. I had a good time doing this sermon. They that sow in tears shall reap in joy. I like it from the Amplified. They who sow in tears shall reap in joy and singing. Amen. You can't have joy without singing. 
you know, when you come in and, and or when you, um, I know pastor puts on worship tapes in the house and, and you can't help, even if, if something's gone wrong, after a very short period of time, becoming joyful and, you know, joining in, praising and worshiping God, he is, he is our all in all. Do you think there's going to be times of no joy in heaven? I can't even imagine it. I, I, you know, I can't even imagine it's going to be so joyful constantly. Well, that's how we should be. You know, it says, count it all joy when you encounter divers tests and trials. Don't, don't be miserable. Count it all joy. Well, a test and trial is not a fun thing to go through. But if you go through it joyfully, let me tell you, it's going to be a lot better. Amen. Amen. It says, you shall reap what? How does that say that? They that sow in tears shall reap, reap with, with joy. joy. Amen. Oh, I'm full of it today. I'm singing in the rain. <laughs> singing in the rain. What a glorious feeling. I'm happy again. Well, come on. Just put the umbrella down and get some of the rain of God on, it, on you. Okay. So. Psalms 132, 16. 132, Psalms 132, 16. And we're kings and priests, amen? Her priests also I will clothe with salvation, and her saints shall shout aloud for joy. Are you a believer? Shout aloud for joy. You need to shout then. I choose joy. Amen. amen. Let the redeem and the Lord say, say so. so. Come on. This is the day that the Lord hath made. I will and be therein. Oh, glory to God. You know, it says Shall we get some songs with singing and dancing? Yeah. It says in Psalms 133, Behold how good and how pleasant it is for the brethren to dwell together in unity. You know, when we all come together, we should be joyful and in unity and prepared and ready, ready and excited to meet him. I mean, I know myself, when my, I didn't mind when my kids were laughing and giggling and having a good time, but when they were fighting and miserable, that bugged me. Amen? You know, get that, get, you know, get that gloominess off of you. It says in, I, while you're turning there, go ahead and tell them where to turn. It says in Psalms 134, lift your hands in holiness and in the sanctuary and bless the Lord affectionately and gratefully praise Him. When you're gratefully praising someone, you are joyful in their presence. You are so grateful. Hallelujah. What's the next one? Isaiah 12, 3. How do you think it's going to be when you get to heaven? <laughs> Are you going to sit there while everybody's rejoicing, shouting,
clapping, hands dancing around. You're just going to sit there and... Well, you might as well settle down and go back the other direction because... Because oh those down there are going to be crying. Don't rain upon me. I'm going to read this whole psalm, okay? Which one are you going to read? Chapter, um, oh, I'm in Isaiah, I'm sorry, Isaiah 12, 1, 2, 3. I'm going to read it all. She's going to read it all. Okay. Psalms. Okay. And in you that day you will say, I will give thanks to you, Lord, O God, for through you, though you were angry with me, your anger, your anger has turned away, and you comfort me. Behold, God, my salvation, I will trust and not be afraid. For the Lord God is my strength and song. Yes, he has become my salvation. Therefore, with joy, will you draw water from the wells of salvation. With joy, we are to, are to draw water from the wells of our salvation. Hallelujah. And in that day, you will say, give thanks to the Lord. Uh, call upon his name and by means of his name in solemn entreaty, declare and make known his deeds among the peoples of the earth. Proclaim that his name is exalted. Sing praises to the Lord, for he has done excellent things gloriously. Let this be made known to all the earth. Cry aloud and shout joyfully, you women and the inhabitants of Zion, for great in your midst is the Holy One of Israel. In our midst right now is the Holy One of Israel. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Think of this. He says, sing praises to the Lord, for he has done excellent things, glorious. Let this be made known to all the earth. Cry aloud and shout joyfully, you women and inhabitants of Zion, for great in your midst is the Holy One of Israel. Therefore, with joy, you will draw water from the wells of salvation. Glory to God. With joy, you will draw water. Draw water. With joy, you will draw, wa you will draw water. <laughs> Hallelujah. Out of what? The wells of salvation. Wells, wells. That means you're, you need to be dipping all the time. Wherever you go, you've got wells. You should, we should never be dry. Jesus, wells. Jesus said to the woman, if you partake of me, you will never, ever thirst, thirst again. Ever. Never thirst again. Praise wow. you, Jesus. Glory to God. John 16, 24. In John chapter 16. John 16, 24, from the King James. Here too, have you asked nothing in my name? Ask, and ye shall receive, that your discouragement may be full. 
that your despondency may be full, that your disappointment may be full. No, no. It's joy. It's joy. From the Amplified, up to this time you have not asked a single thing in my name as presenting all that I am. But now ask and keep on asking and you will receive so that your joy, gladness, delight may be full and complete. Full and complete. Like the 23rd Psalm, it says that your cup runneth over. Joy should be overrunning. So much so that others can partake of that joy. Wow. This is so powerful. Because right before that, he says, um, He's talking about the the end in the end times, and he said, um, "So for the present you are in sorrow and distresses and depressed, but I will see you again, and then your hearts will rejoice, and no one can take from you your joy, gladness, delight. And when that time comes, you will ask nothing of me. You will need to ask me no questions. I assure you most solemnly, I tell you, and my Father will grant you whatever you ask in my name as presenting all that I am. Up to this time, you have not asked a single thing in my name as presenting all that I am, but now ask and keep on asking and you will receive so that your joy, gladness, delight may be full and complete. Hallelujah. Glory to your name, Jesus. How powerful it is that he wants his children to stay in joy. When we stay in joy, the blessings just fall. If, you're, if, you, if, if you stay down long enough, you know, there are some people that go up and down and up and down. God wants you at a level, and the best way to stay that way is stay in prayer Stay in the word and stay in joy. Those are the three things. Stay in prayer, stay in the word, and stay in joy. Don't let things get you down. Sure, it's easy to, but you have to, you have to pull yourself up. You know, there's different phrases to pull yourself up by, but pull yourself up by joy. Joy unspeakable and full of glory. It's an unspeakable, it's, it's, it's a joy. The world doesn't have it. They can't understand it. But it's been given to us through Jesus, through the Holy Ghost. Praise you, Father. So are you displaying joy? That's your, that's your question that you have to answer. Okay. Romans 14. Romans chapter 14. We will look at verse 17. That's Romans 14, verse 17. For the kingdom of God is not meat and drink, but righteousness and peace and joy in the Holy Ghost. <laughs> joy in the Holy Ghost. 
joy in the Holy Ghost. I like the way the emphasis says it. After all, the kingdom of God is not a matter of getting the food and drink one likes, but instead it is righteousness, that state which makes a person acceptable to God in a heart, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. He who serves Christ in this way is acceptable and pleasing to God and is approved by men. Look what he says. He who serves Christ in this way is acceptable and pleasing to God. That's powerful. I mean, read it. I'm going to read it um, 17 and 18 in the King James. For the kingdom of God is not meat and drink, but righteousness and peace and joy in the Holy Ghost. For he that is in these things serveth Christ, serveth Christ is acceptable to God and approved of men. So if you stay in righteousness and peace and joy in the Holy Ghost, you the Bible says you are serving God and acceptable to God and approved of men. Hallelujah. You know, I've, I've, through the years, I've heard people say, I don't want to be a Christian. Look at that person there. there there's no joy. There's no, there's nothing, there's nothing that attracts me to that person. Amen. It's just as oh, easy me. to smile as it is to, to be solemn or whatever. Some people that, well, I don't have anything to be joy about, joyful about. You have Jesus Christ who has redeemed you. You know, we all need to start counting our blessings. There used to be a song, count your blessings, name them one by one. You know, when David went out and they had taken, they came back and they'd taken the wives and everything and his men were going to kill him. Remember that? What did he do? He went, he got before God and he began to rehearse and rehearse back to God all the blessings that God had given him. All the blessings that God had done for him. You know, if we have a lifestyle of bringing back, be, sitting there before God and, and reminding yourself and God of all the blessings that he has given you, you know, you can go back. I hope that every time he blesses you, you I, I journal so that you write down what God has given you. And, and if, if you've prayed for something, definitely as soon as you get it, thank him for it. And as you look back through the year, you see the blessings that God has bestowed upon you. Praise God. Wow, look at that. Verse 17 again, I'm going to cut it in half. For the kingdom of God is peace and joy in the Holy Ghost. Peace and joy in the Holy Ghost. Don't disappoint the Holy Ghost by being unjoyful. Remember, we, we said at the very beginning, the nugget was, when God is ignored or neglected, the capacity for joy is lost. Wow. Thinking all this, this whole thing is wrapped around that nugget. You know, so many times people don't realize that, that they've lost their joy. And to me, a friend, a true friend, will go and tell them. 
they'll ask them, what's, what's going on with you? The, the joy that you once had, it's no longer there. But so many times people, they don't want to. But my Bible says if you see a brother that's falling, go and share with them. Love them enough to share with them and tell them. Amen? You know, there are a lot of things that we could look in the negative. That a lot of things happen daily that could, could in the natural, we could, we could look at it negatively. But we have to keep ourselves in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. He has placed us in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. So we need to, we need to go there and we need to stay there. You say, well, that's not even reality thinking. Yes, it's spiritually thinking. Are we spiritually minded or carnally minded? What has God said? Every scripture that we've read here, it's talked about joy. Amen? I mean, it's, it's, pretty, it's pretty heavy. I mean, um, if you really look at, at chapter 13 of Romans... It'll give you semi, some areas of what has caused you to lose your joy. I challenge you, go home and read chapter 13 of Romans, and it will challenge you to see some areas that maybe you've, why you've lost your joy. Hallelujah. You say, well, I don't know if I want to do that. Well, as I was teaching the class this morning, the Lord was talking to me about some things. And I, I was listening one ear and teaching the other. I mean, you can do several things at once when God's talking to you. Amen? Okay, what was that one? Romans 4, was that 14? 14, 17, And I'm 15. in 13 for some reason. Well, read 13 and you'll understand why 14 is there. Okay, um... Ezra 6.22. Good As, old Ezra, where the pages are probably sticking in your Bible. Ezra, give chapter them, 6, looking at verse 22. Give them the page number. They might need it. 6.34. And kept the feast of the unleavened bread seven Thanks. days with joy, for the Lord had made them joyful. Read and turn their again. hearts. Glory to God. Read that one again. The Lord made them joyful. Well, didn't we just read in, in, in um, Romans 4, 17, 18, that it's the Holy Spirit that gives us peace and joy? We need to be bubbly. Oh, you don't know what I'm going through. What did Jesus go through on the cross? And what did it say on the cross? He endured the cross for the joy that was set before him. I want to move it up, bump it, go back a little in this, okay? Bump it up, bump it back. Go back. back. Yeah. To what? Uh, I want to go to and see where we are in here, okay? In what? Uh, in Ezra. Okay, Ezra. I want to go to... Sixteen, how they celebrated the dedication of the house. This is how, how um, to me, 
This shows what God thinks of his house. Okay. And the, Israel, and the Israelites, the priests, the Levites, and the rest of the rest of the return exile celebrated the dedication of the house of God with joy. They offered at the dedication of the house of God a hundred young bulls, two hundred rams, four hundred lambs, and for a sin offering for all Israel, twelve he goats according to the number of Israel's tribes. And they set the priests in their divisions and the Levites in, in their courses for the service of God at Jerusalem as it is written in the book of Moses. They return, the returned exiles kept the Passover on the 14th day of the first month for the priests and the Levites had purified themselves together. All of them were clean. So they killed the Passover lamb for all the returned exiles for their brothers priests and for themselves. It was eaten by the Israelites who had returned from exile and by all who joined them and separated themselves from the pollutions of the peoples of the land to seek the Lord, the God of Israel. They kept the feasts of unleavened bread for seven days with joy for the Lord had made them joyful and had turned their heart of the king of Assyria, referring to Darius, the king of Persia, to them, so that he strengthened their hands in the work of the house of God, the God of Israel. Hallelujah. So they were not unhappy. They were excited to be set free. You know, we need to every day, every morning, get up and thank God that we are free, that we are saved, that we've been redeemed, that we have been the blessings that God has given us. We need to teach that to our children. If you still have children at home, teach it to them. Share with them, what, what have you been redeemed from? This as you know, as for me and my house, remember what, Caleb said, is for me and my house. Joshua. Joshua, I'm sorry. We will serve the Lord. What if one decided they weren't going, well, if you're living in this house, you're going to serve the Lord. Amen? Well, <laughs> parents, you need to share that with your kids. As for, for me and my house, parents, you stand together on that. We will serve the Lord, and you're part of this house. You will serve the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise you, Jesus. Going but they were joyful. Seven days. But notice where they were joyful. In the house. God. Celebrating the house of God with joy. There needs to be some joy in this place when you come in here. First thing, get to the door, shake put on off. a smile, shake it off, put a smile on, and walk in expecting to experience the blessings of God and to minister unto Him. You know, there's times, and it's happened to me, and it's happened to Pastor, and I can tell if he's been out amongst you know, the worldly people when the minute he walks in the house, 
you, or he can tell if I have. You just have. There's just an attitude. There's just you could you could feel it on the person when they come in. Go out, get it off. You know what I mean? And we have done that for years. You know, if we need to step outside the door and get it off, you think, well, that is ridiculous. No, because I won't have a house that's not peaceful. I will not have a house that has garbage does not come in. If I see magazines coming in, they get go right back out. You got to check your mail and see what's come in the mail. This junk comes in the mail. Amen. Okay. Yeah, don't walk in, Don't walk into the congregation of the saints singing. I gotta walk this lonesome valley. I gotta walk, get by myself, into the church. You ought to be like the, the, uh, the man that came into church with Peter and John, walking and leaping and praising God. I think that, go ahead, I'm sorry. You're not going to... Well, go ahead. We need to really, really remember who we are and don't go back and dig up all your old garbage, but thank God, you know, people talk about different religions and things. You know, we could have been born into that. You ever thought about that? You could have been, you could have been born there. You could have been born, that could be you. And we need to really thank God for who we are and that someone, thank God someone, there was no one else in the whole history of my family that I know of that ever got saved before me. I don't know of anybody. I was it. I was the first one that I know of. Thank God some, someone, and I know it had to do with the Christian school my mom sent me to, they prayed for me. Someone prayed you in. And every day, just, just think about your salvation. When you go to bed at night, think about everything God has given you. When you go to bed, first thing in the morning and the last thing at night, and your whole attitude, and, and at noonday, when you sit down to have your lunch. Praise God. One more scripture, and that's it. Okay, she goes one more scripture. Let's go to Psalms 126. That's Psalms 126. Looking at verse, looking at verse 5, it says, They that sow in tears shall reap with joy. So after tears should come joy. Amen. So I just want to close with this thought. Abide in Christ and rediscover the sense of joy in your salvation. Get back in the Lord. Find out what joy is all about.
I'm going to give one last scripture. <laughs> it's in Psalms. Well, I'm, I'm going to proclaim this over each one of us. Okay, in Psalms. Psalms 128, 5. May the Lord bless you out of Zion, his sanctuary. And may you see the prosper, prosperity of Jerusalem all the days of your life. This is, I'm speaking this over you. May the Lord bless you out of Zion, his sanctuary. And may you see the prosperity of Jerusalem all the days of your life. May you see God's prosperity all the days of your life. Hallelujah. Wow. Mm, well, let's, let's look. Let's, 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 <laughs> blessed is everyone that feareth the Lord. This is verse 1 of 128. That walketh in his ways. For thou shalt eat the labor of thine hands. Happy shalt thou be, and it shall be well with thee. Thy wife shall be as a fruitful vine by the sides of thine house. Thy children like olive plants round about thy table. Behold, that thus shall be the man that behold that thus shall the man be blessed that feareth the Lord. The Lord shall bless thee out of Zion, and thou shalt be as the good of Jerusalem all the days of your life. Yea, thou shalt see thy children's children and peace upon Israel. Glory to God. Amen. That's for you today, that you are blessed. You're blessed coming in. You're blessed going out. You're blessed in the city. You're blessed in the field. You're blessed in your storehouses. Hallelujah. Everything you put your hand to shall prosper. Beloved, he wishes above all things that you prosper and be in health as your soul prospers. Hallelujah. That's up to us. Amen. Just like with Joshua, he made his way prosperous by what? Meditating on the word day and night and refusing to fear and, have, and be dismayed. Glory to God. Okay, you want to pray over the food? Okay, let's all stand. Hallelujah. Close off this.